Bubble Lab has completed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 28 of the Gamify Everything podcast. We cover all things metaverse, blockchain, Web3, and beyond. I'm your host, Monica Miller, and I hope everyone out there is doing okay today. Last week, we kicked off season two chatting with Kurt Pittman from Big Fan, a company that is taking a swing at reinventing sports collectibles with officially licensed NFTs. Check it out on your preferred podcast platform or on any of Gamify's socials. Today, we'll be chatting with Gamify's most recent IDO partner, FOMO Lab. FOMO Lab is a diverse team of builders and thinkers who have taken a unique approach to NFTs and the metaverse. FOMO Lab has completed and is working on a number of projects that will come together to create a cohesive e- ecosystem of interconnected applications. In this episode, we hope to cover as many as humanly possible. FOMO Lab um, sorry, before we do, I'm going to run their trailer. They have a really awesome hype trailer. Um, when I was in the back uh, testing this earlier, it was a little loud. So if you are wearing headphones during the live session today, we haven't had a chance to edit the uh, the sound quite yet because we're running live. Here's your three-second warning to lower your volume, but I'm going to go ahead and run that really quickly. So here we go. Three, two, one. Some sick trailer. Shout out to the video editor for the music selection. Definitely got me hyped up. And I'm excited to invite FOMO Lab's chief business officer and co-founder, Khalil Kassam, to the stage. Come on down. How's Hi. it going? How's it going? Good. Thanks, Khalil. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. We seriously appreciate you um, coming on and talking a little bit more about the projects that you and your team are working on. But before we dive into all of the amazing things that you guys are doing, I'm really interested to hear about the, uh, I guess, the origin story of FOMO Lab and your process to creating your team and kind of what inspired your vision today. Yeah, no worries. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll give you sort of how it kicked off. Um, so it was actually <clears throat> this time last year, well, 8th of April, that's our anniversary, Um and we got approached to do Tyson Fury's NFT, um, just from some mutual friends. We've we've got sort of access to their to his marketing company who handles all of his partnerships and, and all things about him. Um, but you know, we, we got approached and, and they said, you know, would you like to do an NFT of Tyson Fury? And we said yes. At this point, we weren't a business. We were just four guys, sort of just friends. Um, and we jumped at the opportunity because our, our CTO, he knew how to build all of this from scratch anyway, because he was doing it for fun, um, but not really telling anyone about it. Um, so, you know, we ended up doing that project from start to finish. It was a, a physical piece and a, and a digital piece, and we ended up selling it for $987,000. Wow. Um, and I think it's still one of the most expensive sports NFTs out there. I think it's tied with Lionel Messi. Um, so we're still pretty proud of that one. But that was essentially how the business kicked off. 
Um, and then we ended up building our own marketplace, uh, which is multi-chain now. Some of the drops you saw on the, on the hype video. So uh, we had a well-known record producer called Palace 808 Mafia. They produced music for Drake, Future, Gucci Mane, Travis Scott, all, all of them. So they were out of contract at the time. And so we put together this NFT of, um, you know, old school sort of PS2 graphics and a beat attached to it. Ended up selling out the drop for it. Um, and, we, and we just continued to sort of do one project after another. Um, and that sort of led to our success and the team growing. It, it grew from like four people to today, which is 17. Um, we've got wow. some devs in the background. Um, and we're and we're sort of adding more people to that, um, just because you know as the company grows, we're taking on more projects. Um, I can go into some of the, all the other projects that we're doing, but yeah, that's that's sort of how we started. Um, and then obviously you've seen that we're doing Mr. Bean as well. Um, that that's sort of where our focus now is. Um, we're we're focusing more on sort of IP related uh, brands and and just brands in general because we want a lot of the NFTs we have to have utility. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it started out as four, you're up to 17 team members now. Yeah. Are, like, wow, that's probably night and day difference from what things looked like probably. About yeah, now. I mean, we still need more people as well, because, yeah. you know, even from the Mr. Bean drop, it took, you know, it's taking our whole team to do it. Um, wow. We've not gone outside for marketing. So we do everything ourselves. You'll see, you'll still see um, the CEO, the C- CTO, we're still all engaged in, in Discord telegram we still do a lot of things ourselves just because we take that hands-on approach with the community i think you have to to be honest yeah yeah absolutely i was super impressed by how active your discord was i joined to do a little yeah. bit of research and i was just like well this place is popping off all the time yeah um, it's really great yeah. that you guys have such um expansive support it, it's grown a lot so you know we we always knew that mr Bean was going to be sort of you know it would, it would capture sort of the retail market and just just a lot of different users um, in the NFT world. But, you know, we've sort of grown from 3,000 um, to, to above 20K now. And then the, the uh, Twitter has gone to around 60,000 now um, from, from 13. And it's all organic growth. You know, we've been really trying to get as much organic growth as possible, um, doing giveaways, doing all sorts, but really interacting with the community. You know, we're, I've not had that much sort of activity on my Twitter. So, and now it's just kind of like every day, boom, 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 boom. I'm like liking, retweeting, replying. <laughs> yeah. So you can add full-time community manager to your resume. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> that's awesome. So you've mentioned Mr. Bean. I think that's a good place that we can start with projects. Yeah. So would you mind running me through um, the project start to finish, maybe in like a, a little bit of a summary of what you guys were up to? Yeah, sure. So we, we so to give you a bit of background about that, we, got approved by one of the largest IP houses. Um, And so they have a catalog of movies and TV shows around 4,000 different ones. Um, And so one of the ones that we were looking at specifically was Mr. Bean. Um, But they have titles like Black Mirror, Archer, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Deal or No Deal, Terminator, Robocop, The Evil Dead. It it, it goes, you know, I think quite up until recently, they had the Kardashians as well, which they sold on. Um, So they deal with, you know, these tier one shows um so you know that's how it started and it, and it took ages for us to get approved you know they do the due diligence um on us they did it on the team you know so it was a lot of back and forth and it hasn't just been an overnight sort of thing we've had to make sure the artwork is correct we've made, had to bring in new assets for it you know we lowered the price of it to sort of account for the market we've also kept it a very low number you know we, we never went for 
above 5,000 or 10,000 just because it wouldn't feel like a collectible. So there's 3,333 of them. Um, and that sort of NFT will give you access to, you know, events. It will give you sort of collectibles, merchandise. Um, and then we'll sort of drop like airdrop things to them as well. So, you know, and it'll give you whitelist to all of our other projects, which we'll, which I'll talk about sort of later on. But, you know, we've really tried to make as much utility as in this NFT as possible and keep it a collectible. And, and from the response, we, you know, we've, we've had more than we can sort of ask for on this because we've had um, Conan O'Brien tweet on it. He said he's going to put all of his chil- children's inheritance into Mr. Bean NFTs. And you, can, you can't really pay for that marketing, but it, it was great to see that it got picked up like that. Um, and, you know, this, <clears throat> you know, it, it, you know with the, even with the pre-mint, we've sort of seen 20, 28,000 people apply for the whitelist. Um, which sort of, you know, it's, it's really great to see that because, you know, there was a lot of hard work from all the team members going into this, um, right from the design to the marketing to just just generally being involved with the project. Um, and the Mr. Bean team are happy. So so that's that's a win for us as well. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm definitely interested in the art side of things. Got some of my yeah. progress, uh, work in progress behind me myself. Um, but <laughs> I'm curious, on your team of 17 folks, are you, do you have artists on the team? Or are you working with Mr. Yeah. Bean artists as well to make sure that everything's kind of like on brand? It's, it's, yeah, we have to make sure. So like, you know, yeah. that's why it took so long because, you know, something like this, he, he's iconic. And whether you look at the cartoon or whether you look at the original show, it has to be on brand, even from using teddy to the queen to the car to everything it has to be exactly how they want it but we do have to you know a few um very talented graphic designers in our team they're, they're absolutely amazing and some of the stuff that they're working on now for mr bean and obviously our own projects it's it's incredible um you'll sort of see more stuff come out our way when we when we release our meta key as well but <clears throat> you know they're they're incredible um they've they've sort of taken this owned it and, and shown what you know, FOMO Lab are really capable in the uh, design department. Yeah, absolutely. I was looking it over awesome work. It looks, it's just very clean. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of revisions on it, but I think, you know, we were lucky because it was originally supposed to be Mr. Bean. Then we said, you know, there were all these other assets. So we were really pleased that we could get Teddy and all the rest of them involved in it because it just looks cooler then, right? Yeah, yeah. More more cool things to look at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So you got Mr. Bean, we've got the marketplace, we've got the FOMO launch pad, the FOMO first, we've got a plethora of things to talk about. Um, So is there another project that you want to highlight while we're on the the cast today? Yeah. I mean, look, so we're in discussions now. Well, it's it's sort of at the end of it, but we're going to be doing the Middle East Comic-Con. Nice. Digital sort of collectible and ticketing. Um, So they have a footfall every year. We actually just partner there um they took the main stand at comic-con this year uh, in in abu dhabi but you know i think that one is going to be absolutely amazing because you know not only does it allow us to do you know one a ticket feature for nfts um but it's also going to have a heap of utility so if you can imagine the comic-con here it has a footfall of like 10 to twenty thousand people every year um and then not only that but they get huge brands in um so you're like Activision, Sony, you'll have manga comics, you'll have sort of like 50, 60 different stands full of different sort of partners that you can get involved with this. So, you know, really for us, it's it's like hitting the jackpot because we're, we're able to do so much with it. 
Um, so right down to the ticking, ticketing, to airdropping collectibles, merchandise. And how, like when we design this NFT, we're, we're trying to make it as cool as possible. So maybe you'll have the same NFT. It'll change every sort of year, but you're, then you'll get collectibles with it. So we're really working on this now to, to make it as cool as possible. Um, so more information will come on that. But I think it's one of our, it's going to be one of our favorite drops because of the amount of utility we can get involved. And we do have access to sort of all their partners as well. So whoever wants to get involved with the NFT, we can actually get involved with them, which is even cooler. That is awesome. So this is the first time I've been hearing about um, blockchain technology being integrated into yeah. like Comic-Con or like a convention sphere. This is kind of yeah. new. Um, how exactly would that work? Would you guys like have your own table, like a, like, like a QR code or? Um, yeah. So this is this, this is something we're going to work on because yeah. there's different tiers to the ticketing, right? So some people, they just go for the basic ticket. But then we'll still add sort of utility in that. And then you have sort of like the silver and the gold. And then it goes up to like, you know, you can meet celebrities. Um, so this year, the Punisher was there. So you were able to go see him, get something signed. And so we can incorporate in this in every single like tier of the ticketing. And there'll be like metaverse sort of parties. There'll be in-life parties. There'll be like, and, and this will all be with the celebrities as well. So like I said, heaps of utility, heaps of things we can go in and, and, and do for it. That's that's really interesting and uh, really revolutionary. Being able to be like, okay, so I can buy this tier of a ticket and I can meet yeah. like my biggest inspiration. That's really cool. Yeah. Opens up a lot of doors for people. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's sort of like you know we're not just working on this in the background. You know, we're sort of doing you know a lot of consulting and advice to traditional businesses and projects. So one of our other partners, Roland Berger, they work on infrastructure projects, um, but they also work with international fashion brands and. They work with um, VW, the car brand. So it's all about them bringing their traditional businesses into the Web3 space. Um, you know, we're working on projects that are to do with equities, bonds, securities. I got approached today for an oil project and how to make that an NFT. So yeah. it's really sort of like, you know, we've got these amazing brands like Mr. Bean, but then we've also got the traditional businesses. You know, myself and the CEO, we had a call with the company that wants to NFT build boards. And so you buy a part of the billboard, but you actually get uh, money back from it when someone uses the billboard. So there's all these different use cases coming in now. And I think that's sort of where, you know, the market's becoming exciting because all these awesome projects who have got brands and then you've sort of got these traditional businesses wanting to come in as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That thing about the billboard was really interesting. You can yeah. like a real life example of some of the uh, the decentralization of the entire like ecosystem, you know, pulling out, looking at the bigger picture definitely like a little bit newer to the blockchain web three technology. I think we all are still um, on yeah. a forever learning process with it. Um, but I'm definitely super interested in the gaming side of things. And I know you were expecting this question, but I was super interested yeah. about battle. <laughs> um, what can you tell us about it and where do you envision the final product going and looking like as the co-founder? So, I mean, look, battle chain is, is going to be sort of, one we work on for the next 12 months um you know like you've seen with a lot of gaming and metaverse projects we we are looking at sort of the metaverse industry as a whole we're looking at who's bringing out games but also we have this vision inside our head because we're all gamers at heart so we you know i'm like a long time world of warcraft player i'm still playing destiny uh, 2 now like just just right. just loads of stuff like i've gone through guild wars guild wars 2 like the whole lot of them and so have my co-founders so when we look at what type of game we want to play, it, it is going to be very much like Ready Player One situation, but it'll be utilizing the whole of the 
the FOMO ecosystem. So, you know, right down to the token, to the marketplace, to e-commerce, to having your own sort of like, you know, home inside of the metaverse, inside of the FOMOverse even. So we're building out as much as possible. We're actually releasing a trailer today or tomorrow for the FOMO gallery, uh, the meta gallery even. So you'll be able to view all your NFTs, have your own parties in there, whatever you want to do. So that's the, the start of it. And then we'll start to build out the rest of the game. Once we can get some FOMO avatars in there, once we have our FOMO sort of like key to get into everything inside the world, all of our different drops. So it is going to be very strategic how we do it. We don't want to just bring out a product and say, okay, you know, let's just go race for this product. It has to have sort of utility inside our own universe and for anyone who else is going to sort of join it. Um, but again, it's going to take, you know, we're doing it on Unreal 5, so it'll look amazing. Wow. Um, and hopefully, like I said, the, the trailer for the Meta Gallery, you'll, you'll probably see what we're working on. It, it's going to describe it in sort of a better way than I can. But yeah, we're, we're working sort of towards that 12-month goal, bringing out the game. Um, it'll be sort of a PvP, PvE sort of game. Nice. You know, you'll be able to sort of farm for things. You know, traditional sort of, it'll be like the MMO of the, the Metaverse. That's what we're hoping for. Um, so we're going to take, you know, a very... Sorry, you cut out. I think uh, you might have accidentally gone on mute. Momentary technical difficulty. So odd. It was working for the whole time, and now it just decided not to. It's all right. Technology be like that sometimes. Yay, he's back. Uh, all right. I'm sorry about that. Someone called me right in the middle of it and just cut off everything. Uh, no, okay. That's yeah. all right. I killed right. some time, showed off my cat. We were fine. Everybody was there entering. Everyone loves, everyone loves cats anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, okay. As a fellow, um, I guess, World of Warcraft player, uh, Horde yeah. Alliance. <laughs> Do you know what? I played both sides. Me too. <laughs> yeah, big yeah, one. You can't, you can't not just create one character in an MMO. You have to go through all of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, honestly, uh, I know right? Diablo 2 is coming out. So No, Diablo yeah. Immortal, right? So. Uh, I, I don't follow the chain, but... Uh, is it gone again? No, you just briefly cut out, but you're back. No, he's gone again. Oh, no. Inter international uh, podcast streaming can't always get a stable connection. So we're going to keep on trying here. All right. All right. Third time's a charm. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Someone keeps calling me over and over again. I just keep that. Yeah, anyway. It's all right. We'll have to turn on the DND. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So, what are we? Diablo. Uh yeah, Diablo, yeah, MMOs. Is, okay, so when I think about the metaverse and the future of the metaverse and what that would look like, I often resort to thinking about MMOs. So it's great that you kind yeah. of like brought that up, that this FOMOverse is kind of going to be like your own little MMO to walk through. You can have like your parties yeah. and stuff. Um, so for me, I'm a visual learner. So when it comes to trying to unpack all of the stuff surrounding Web3 and the metaverse, I'm like, ah, it's all words on the screen. I can't like actually see what's exactly. going on here. How can I? Um, digest this. But, you know, when I envision it in my mind's eye, it's like, you know, I'm walking through an actual marketplace, like, or like seeing actual people, you still get to like don your avatar with like, uh, we were talking with um, Big Fan last week. And they said that shirt or jersey that you put on will give you like plus three agility or something like that. So literally, yeah. like an MMO. That's exactly it. IRL, it's right. It's the only okay. way you want to build it. Yeah. Because yeah. 
you know, you want to you want to deck out your avatar, right? That's all yeah. anyone wants to do, especially for me as well, right? So if you play any of the MMO RPGs at the moment, it's the same thing. You just but you know, we just want to port it over to this side, um, and and so you know, the gamification side and NFTs, it's it's just merging the two worlds, right? Um, so yeah, we're, we're you know, this is a passion project as well. It's not just you know churning out products. It's literally like something we've always wanted to do. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what this ends up looking like. Yeah, well, that's why that, so that's we, why we did the meta gallery first. Yeah. So we could literally give something to our viewers and, and and players and everyone and just say, "Look, here you go. This is what we're working on. I hope you like it. I hope you do like it." Um, so yeah, that that's going to be out. I think later today or tomorrow, I'll find out. But you guys will obviously see it. First. I'm definitely super excited to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering, does um, does a vision entail like I don't know, maybe this is like a big picture question, putting on like a VR helmet to experience these worlds? Like, what's the accessibility uh, that would have to happen to? It's, this so it, it's yeah, it's completely AR and VR capable, Got it. right? So that's what we're working on. Um, you know, I think we're always looking at sort of the tech side as well because you know, there's there's sort of metaverses that you can use on your web browser. There's ones yeah. you can use on your phone. So we're taking that into account because, you know, not everyone's going to have a serious gaming PC to, to sort of, you know, jump into the metaverse, right? Because it is going to be kind of rig heavy um, and graphics card heavy, right? So, you know, we're always looking at stuff like that. That's why we're taking a little bit of time just looking at, you know, how it's going to look and, you know, what kind of console, well, not consoles, but if it's going to be sort of web browser friendly, if it's going to be, you know, PC friendly, what what kind of spec do you need? All sorts of stuff. So we're we're looking at it from like a, you know, a very very gamer perspective view. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like it feels like uh, kind of like gamifying real life in a way. <laughs> Literally, that's that's basically what it is. Right? Um, but also, you know, it's it's one of those tech tech things as well, right? So at the moment, you've got Oculus and you've got you know the Steam version of it, but you know, hopefully at some point, I know there's a Kickstarter project where it's just glasses. Um, they sort of mm-hmm. filled two million dollars where they need to produce um, just just glasses. They were kind of like the, the, the Google lens or whatever. Yeah. But you'll be able to have a controller that Bluetooth to the to the lenses, and you'll play like that. So it's actually quite cool. So I think as the tech goes on, we'll be able to deliver like as it goes on, sort of thing. Yeah, it sounds like both lanes are building at the same time yeah. independently, and it's just going to intersect at some point. I yeah. hope so, because I don't really like wearing the Oculus too much, I'm being honest. Like, it messes up my hair, my makeup. Yeah, and I'm yeah, a fan. <laughs> I, I was really impressed, though, when they got rid of the cords, when they went um, fully yeah, that uh, wireless. Yeah, super yeah, impressive. And that, the fact that you can still move around and it tracks you and everything, that's... Yeah, cool. exactly. But, but look, I mean, look, the metaverse now... And then what it's going to look like in 12 months, the industry is, is it's like leaps and bounds, right? So, you know, we've seen it from last year come all the way to this point and we're like, wow, there's some really cool stuff happening. And then you've got even bigger sort of funds and, and you know, powerhouses like Fortnite and Lego jumping in. So you're, you're kind of hoping that obviously the tech becomes better alongside. I know Samsung were working on a project where you could scan products and put it in the metaverse. So there's loads of stuff happening. Um, Good to be in the thick of it all. Yeah, absolutely. Kurt was saying last week that it's like, uh, I don't know, like a week goes by and it feels like a year in terms of the, the progression. So that bit from, inter, 
it's like that bit from interstellar it's like seven minutes here is like nine hours on earth or whatever it is yeah yeah well i mean we are technically working with a different universe i mean yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> that's awesome so we did kind of like touch on your community a little bit earlier, and I kind of want to yeah. highlight them again, because without a good community, you don't have like a good place or a good foundation to start. So let's talk about the growth of the community. Where did you guys start and how, where are you heading next? I think with our community, we've, you know, ever since our first token, um, we've always been very open um, in terms of that, because when we first started, the, the business never intended to be where it was now we had visions and ideas um but i think the one thing we've always done with the community is we've always been in the community and not let someone else handle it so from you know even from myself picks the ceo he's very involved with the community he'll never give that up you know he'll always be there and same with same with um zeno same with blank c these all are sort of co-founders and you'll always see them in the chat um, and I think that's one really important thing we've always done is just kept everyone involved. Like if something happens, we'll release community updates, good or bad. And it doesn't matter if we get sort of FUD for it. Sure, fire it at us. But we're still going to like sort of do what's best for, for the company and for obviously, you know, the community involved. Because um, it's a long-term project, you know. Yeah. Um, obviously, we want the best for it. Even Even sort of, you know, with the market as it is, us launching... Uh, the ETH token, we want it to go the best way it can for everyone. Um, and that's sort of, sort of why we, we did um, postpone it. But, you know, all of our holders are are, you, are always okay with it um, because they know that what we're working on now, what we're planning to do in the future, all the brands that we're working with, um, you know, they're all real-life businesses and we're all sort of available to them at any time, uh, whether they have any questions or not. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really important to us, you know, the community is kind of skyrocketing now so we have more uh people to deal with um but the existing community who have always held the token they're, they're always sort of a, a big priority of ours as well just to make sure that they benefit um as well absolutely i think that transparency piece is really big and um something yeah. a lot of people could take uh take from your book for sure um it's just yeah. better off to be honest and transparent with the community about what's going on and i mean you didn't mention the delay of the uh fomo token generation event do you have any idea yeah. of when it might be launched then? Yeah, so we're looking at sort of Q3, end of end of Q3. Got it. Um, because, you know, we we get a lot of good advice from everyone that's involved in our project, um, whether it's investors, analysts. It, it, it doesn't matter, but we, we actually just try and talk to as many people as possible. And a lot of them have postponed their own tokens, you know, whether it's other projects or one of our other projects fire um they're, they're valued at sort of 100 million and they've postponed their token because they jerked the, the market's too choppy and they actually came she actually private messaged me and said you know what are you guys doing with the token i hope you're delaying it because just just don't do it now and so that's sort of the feedback that we've got from every single um every single person even a joint venture that we were going to do they said don't do the token now um, and these guys have been in crypto since 2013 um so they yeah. would sort of like they're, they're whales, so they can sort of look at the market and say, okay, this is a bad time. Um, so we're, we're taking advice, and obviously we want it to benefit everyone. Um, and then, yeah, that's why we made the decision to do it. I know, obviously, it's not the best news for people, and they're excited, but it, what's worth having a token that sort of 
doesn't do well when you've been waiting for it or one that takes its time, looks at the market and then launches at the right time. Right. Yeah. It all comes down to the good, the right timing. And it's, it's gotta be stressful in your position, having to like be aware of the market, have this vision that you're working on and try (laughs) to be able to do everything on, on the schedule or like the plan that your team has proposed, you know, it's probably tough. Yeah. Yeah. I I think we're all sort of, because this is not our first startup, um, you know, we've all been involved with traditional businesses. You know, my background's in in building up exchanges um, and fintech and payment companies. So it's always been a startup environment. So, you know, it's it's like Murphy's Law. Anything that can, can go wrong will go wrong. And that is literally what a startup is. So, you know, you, you can always plan but um, and you can always execute. So you just have to sort of take strategic approach to it. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the four, found, four co-founders, we speak every day. You know, no decision is left just to one person. You know, we even take the team's ideas and advice because that's how we built the company. Everyone has sort of a say and an, and an opinion about stuff. So, you know, even with the TGE, we said, okay, what does everyone think? And so that's how we went and did it. And obviously, you know, we came to this conclusion. Yeah, it'll it'll be worth the wait. The market's doing the market yeah. right now. I just got to exactly. let, exactly. let her do her thing. <laughs> wait yeah, until no, I mean... Yeah, and we've got the Mr. Bean drop going on. We've got other brands. We've got Comic-Con coming in. We've got two or three other projects that we're working on in the background. So there's a lot happening um, that is going to bolster sort of the token anyway uh, because it all works together, right? That's why we built this whole ecosystem. Yeah, the comeback's always better than the setback. So you guys got a lot to keep you busy, which is great. Yeah. So we are coming towards the end of the podcast here, Cleo, but I kind of wanted to open the space for you to share anything else about FOMO and maybe even the IDO here with Gamify that you'd like to discuss before we part ways today. Um, I mean, look, the, the Mr. Bean launches in two days. Um, so keep an eye on that. We've, we've had some amazing sort of um, you know, feedback from all the people involved. We've had you know, 300 tickets plus in Discord wanting to partner us with us for a we're going to sign off on mr um on sort of the comic-con one in the next few days we are working on two other projects i can't say anything about them right now but um you'll sort of see them pop up when we announce the news and th- and there's just so many more projects that we're working on you know that we're trying to build the sort of marketplace you know that's going to go into v3 soon um you know we're working with velas chain on a few things as well um we're working on retractable nfts so that if anyone wants to get hacked um you know we're doing that sort of with a company in abu dhabi um so yeah there's there's a lot happening project wise obviously uh, keeping out for the date for the for the tg um but we'll, we'll always keep you updated that on that anyway and then you know if anyone has any questions feel free to ping us uh we're, we're quite quite an open community join the join the discord and, and you'll sort of see that anyway absolutely where can we find you online uh, where, where do you want me? I'm, I'm everywhere. Uh, yeah, what's the, uh, the handle for like your Twitter, your um, Facebook, Gram? It's all the same. Got? It's all the same. So okay. Instagram. Yeah, it's all the same. King King Kassam. You'll just find me on the same one. Great. And so uh, I'm, I'm always reachable there. Awesome. Awesome. And how about uh, FOMO? As as uh, fo- what the the Twitter handle? Or yeah. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. So that one's just FOMO underscore Lab. Okay. And then you'll find all the details to our Discord, uh, which is rapidly oh, yeah. growing. So, yes. um, yeah, very cool. I think today we're going to hit 60K on Twitter. 
Awesome. Yes. And yeah. in two days, I'm sure you'll get quite a few more after the launch. I, yeah, I think so. Got to get your um, and then ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're, we're sort of looking at the next project, which will be IP related. So, you know, we've got a few like Black Mirror or Archer. Um, we're looking at quite a few different ones, but, you know, we'll make sure it's very cool. I'm super interested in the Black Mirror one. I feel like that is almost a self-fulfilling prop- well, prophecy. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I mean, that one that one is going to take a, a bit of work because obviously it could be, we've, you know, we spun around a few ideas, but, you know, it could be an interactive NFT where you sort of choose different story paths. And, you know, much like the actual TV show, there's, there's so many different ways you can work on this. It, it's going to be an expanding one. Um, you could create a whole metaverse out of just Black Mirror and each of its episodes because they're absolutely insane. Um, Seriously. Yeah, the um, the whole um, interactive one, I don't know if you played that one. Uh, the very yeah, one. that was on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. next level. That was really, really interesting. Yeah, so, but, I mean, we can go after stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're just seeing sort of once, once we finished up with Mr. Bean, then we'll sort of work on the Comic-Con one, and then we'll look at uh, obviously doing the FOMO MetaPass as well. Um, which is going to have, uh, again, loads of utility. Nice. Yeah, we're super looking forward to all the things that the FOMO team comes out with, and I'll be following the journey on Discord. I'm such a lurker, though, so I'm going to be just hanging right. <laughs> <laughs> out if that's okay. Just, just give me a wave. It's fine. Hello, <laughs> well, a little wave. But Khalil, thank you again so much for your time today and coming on to talk about your projects and your vision. Um, and, you know, if you're ever in Azeroth, go ahead and give me a ping. And uh, Yeah, I will. I'll get the details off here. <laughs> yeah, I'll come show you my uh, the transmog that I spend so much time on. <laughs> but for sure. All right, everybody out there, thank you for tuning in to episode 28 right, of the Game Yes, of course, Khalil. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you next week. Take care, everyone.